0: Hi everyone, my name's Steve Tudor and welcome to the first of six Top Six Specials where we focus on the upper echelons of the Premier League and discuss who are the main contenders and what shape they're currently in. Joining us for each are fans of the clubs in question for that crucial insider take. Joining me today too, I have Howard as we concentrate our attentions on Jurgen Klopp, those pesky Reds and Anfield. Will it be the home of the Premier League champions next May? No. First up though, hello Howard, how are you sir?
1: Hello, I'm fine, thanks, yourself?
0: I'm good, I was determined not to put a little dig in about Liverpool and I've already gone back on my word there, but... <sighs> new season. It's new season, it's started, Tri-Blues so, have kicked in already. I think we need to say the top six, who we've defined the top six as. <sighs> well, we're doing Liverpool, we're doing United, we're doing Chelsea and Newcastle, and then we're doing Spurs and ending with arsenal mm. there may be scope to do a combined brighton villa one
1: um what do you think no that that's what our, that is what we're doing we'll keep it at that okay but let's be honest we've put spurs in there just to round the numbers off i mean yeah they'll do a double over us but let's let's be honest uh I, yeah, I don't know. Well, we're one of the top six, so in theory, we should only and be seven. doing five. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I like to cut the jib of the new uh, Spurs manager. Mm-hmm. But really, Kane came to buy in. That's gonna.
0: I, I worked out it was a stupid amount. I think he's scored or assisted forty. I think it was forty-four point four percent of Spurs' goals in the last ten years. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a big, big loss there. Uh, obviously, um, yeah. but it's... they may replace him with a decent striker who gets fifteen goals. They're certainly going to be more attacking. They're going to be more cohesive. They're going to be more upbeat. Um the fans will embrace the football. So that's a big factor. Um mm. so you can't rule out Spurs,
1: but we'll, we will get to them anyway. Let's let's. Well, a strict top six should have Brighton in because Spurs finished eighth and what? Chelsea White. finished twelfth, but. Maybe we're predicting what the top six will be next season, but it's yeah, it's not as defined it, as it used to be. Which is let's, not let's a bad do it thing. this
0: way then. Let's let's have this as the top six, and then once we mentioned, and then I will do a separate pod chatting to a Villa and a Brighton fan just yeah. about their clubs because I find them both fascinating this season. Villa, yeah. I mean, they they may end up mid table, but they've got all the things at their disposal to really mm. push on, haven't
1: they? So Villa's going to be one to watch, I believe. Sorry, I've just given you extra work by distracting you with that yeah, brief yeah, chat. So. You, Let's get you. back to Liverpool for now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, where I want to start with Liverpool, um, and funny enough, when we move on to the United, it'll be the same starting point, because this is something which fascinates me. It's going to start with a general question, not directly related to Liverpool, which is, do you think it's as important who you get out in the summer as who you bring in?
1: Is it? Uh, yes. I mean, it is at City right now, is it not? So it's mm. absolutely kind of defining our summers. Like yeah, true. Looking at exits as much as, well, if there hadn't been any exits, I wouldn't be that bothered about arrivals. But but, but that's, that's I mean,
0: kind of reluctant exits. I mean, with Liverpool, it's Fabinho. Well, Fabinho was kind of, you, you sense that the club were okay with that. They've had a few mm. good years out of him. Awful season last year. Henderson, they did not want to go. And by all accounts, Klopp has actually said, it's thrown our entire summer into disarray. But the ones they have chosen to get rid of—Milner, obviously the time has come; Cater, Mello, Oxley, Chamberlain—that's a lot of players to replace in the central area as well, all midfielders pretty much. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've, I've, you know, as we'll see after this, I've chatted to Liverpool fan uh, Dan Club, and and I was, re- I pretty much asked the same sort, of, you know, it was right, kind okay. of the, the opening question, the place to go. I look at those names and I don't think they're lost at all to Liverpool, like. Fabinho, mm. bang out form, Henderson, Twilight, not what it was, Milner, obviously 37, Cater, complete waste of time, Mello, didn't forgot he existed. Yes! Same with Oxley chamberlain in a way, you know, and injuries and all that sort of thing. I feel thing. like I missed one out
0: as well, there's been so many departures.
1: But where's the loss? Well, the loss is the experience, the nows you know, doing a job and Henderson, of course, so much experience there. So much now ability wise and what they've been offered recently. I don't think it's that bad for Liverpool, but it is a huge number of exits. Mm, It really is. Uh, They need to probably get, as Dan said, they need to get two more players in, you know, on top of the two that have come in and then they have to bed them in and then they have to get used to how they play football. So it is a huge upheaval, but Long term, I don't really see Liverpool as being. I see them as being stronger for those outgoings and incomings, especially if they get yeah. you know someone like Lavia or another good, very good DM and perhaps an additional midfielder doing. So it is that I think it will take. To, it's the bedding in period, and you you can't underestimate the value of experience. Now, some been there, and done it. Well, you know, there is a hell of a lot. <laughs> in that list is the not uh, Fabinho might have been on decline, but he still played in so many big games. And Henderson, you know, he gets a hard rap, but again, he's the ultimate.
0: He was a leader, a reliable he? professional.
1: Yeah. And you'd you'd bring him in if you want a game. See out, you know, and you know, and Milner even more more than anyone you bring him on if you just want you want stability and all that sort of So, yeah, it might lead to a bit more chaotic football, I think. In a in a Near future, so but yeah, ultimately, I mean, I don't think they'll they'll pay much of a price long term, so yeah, I
0: can't pronounce his name, but the young Spanish kid they've got, um, big Be- 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 Titch, <laughs> um, he, he looks a yes, he looks a real prospect, but he's young, uh, you can't expect him to kind of bolster the midfield for a mm. whole season, and um, so you're looking at what they've got in the middle, Tiago Elliott's young,
1: yeah,
0: so uh, Elliot, yeah, Curtis Jones is. He needs to really push on. This is his season, Kurtz Jones. Basically, if he underperforms, that's going to define the rest of his career. Uh, this is his defining season, I believe. Um, McAllister, um, Zobrslay, Zobrslay. Whatever, however, you pronounce his name. That, you it, it? it
1: is how it. It's actually how it it looks. So it's yeah, Zobrslay. <laughs> Just ignore the Z. So so so. Zobbs, oh, yeah. um, Zobosly, and Thiago. You, honestly, you could tell I'm not eating today. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got six Subozlai, players there. Yeah, is the right answer? yeah. So I mean, they're two top acquisitions.
0: Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. In a but what I was going to yeah. say is, you've got six midfielders there for three positions. Fair enough. But you've only got one holding midfielder, and he's a teenager, eighteen-year-old. Mm-hmm. So you need at least a lavier in there, possibly two holding midfielders um and you're short of experience really take Thiago out of the Alcott equation and that is 22 24 22 20 and 18. so yeah i i think um dan's right in that they need two two midfielders um and time's running out so let's just start with one they're trying to get and then we'll move on to the ones they've already got Lavia um obviously city heritage uh i was reading the other day but basically The fact that we've got a forty million pound buyback deal next year has really complicated (laughs) matters for Liverpool, um, because Southampton are thinking, well, we can have him for another season and get forty million for him very possibly next year. Um, Yeah, Saudi money's
1: inflated his asking price according to Miggles. Christ, (laughs) there's there's some crap in my time with that one. Right near
0: the top. well, that's that's ignorance more than anything, isn't it? Because it's it's to do entirely with the buyback deal and City, so. but well, Liverpool, they're going to have to just bite the bullet and go 50 million, aren't they?
1: Well, I mean, I asked Dan that and he didn't think they would. But they will get, I think they'll get someone. They will get someone in. Yeah. So if if they move elsewhere, someone will come in. They have to get that defensive midfield doing. I'd, I'd bite the bullet, absolutely. Anyway, you know, just ask Southampton fans and they'll say, yeah, he's worth it. Absolutely. At that age, his maturity shows. Uh, again, though, no, it's getting a, another very young player in. But he didn't play as if he was a kid when he was in that Southampton side. He was very, one of the very few bright spots in that side, in a struggling side last season. Mm. I'd pay the money, yeah, absolutely. Just well, don't got- stop, stop asking about over a few million pounds.
0: Yeah, they've got £40 million for Fabinho, for, for goodness sake. If you're going to kind of hit the lottery in that regard, then, you know, kind of parlay it onto a player of oh, Lavi's yeah. ability who's got years ahead of
1: him. He's got a bigger ceiling. so You can't blame the Saudi money for inflating the price Southampton asked. They were going to ask that anyway. Yeah. And Saudi money has actually, yeah, it's filled <laughs> the coffers of Liverpool more because Fabinho wasn't going to go for that much money elsewhere. So, use that money obviously someone who with a huge future and many years ahead of him and bite the bullet and buy him. I hope they don't, I hope they walk away. Which it seems they may do in the same vein that City Walk Away if they have their valuation and it's not and yeah, and they think if the amount has been asked, they walk away and I hope they do because I think that would be a stupid decision by Liverpool to
0: agreed. I was gonna say the same because if you're looking at if there's a difference of say eight million for example needs must, you know, they need to get that player of that quality in in that exact position. and um, he's exactly the kind of player that they need. Um so as we said from a city perspective, let's hope it doesn't come off. Unfortunately they've already signed two very good players. Um the Bozly uh is a player who I've only seen highlights of on YouTube and I've had to write about him twice. Both times I remember just being really blown away by his stats and what people have said about him, coaches, etc seems like a really creative, decent player. McAllister, we saw first time last season, didn't we? How good he was. I wonder, wonder if the Bundesliga attacks... Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it just yeah, Haaland who yeah. has that, or yeah. does
1: it account for everyone that comes from Germany? Um,
0: but we saw in McAllister last season the sheer quality yeah. he's got. Recoveries, progressive passing, progressive yards, just everything where it's all about proactivity. Um and work rate as well. So he's going to fit right in there, unfortunately. So they've got two really good players. But we keep coming back to the same word, which is numbers. They don't have the numbers right now. Six midfielders have gone and brought two in. Um, Over a long taxing season, you need a bigger depth to that. So, yeah, they're going to need to sign one or two players in the next couple of weeks. And you'd anticipate them doing that. Looking at their defence... That was a big issue for them, wasn't it, last season with, with the I gaps? Do you think it still is?
1: Well, if you're going to pick one area of weakness, it's got to be defence. Even I mean, with
0: it... Alexander Arnold playing that hybrid role, that did seem to help because it, it meant a it it constant conse- could shift yeah. over, couldn't they, and give him better protection.
1: I'd still say the central defender short though. Yes. Yeah. And Van Dijk, it's like, what is Van Dijk now? I mean. <laughs> No, but he's not the same player. He's not, you know, what they got before the injury. And he's still, if you, you know, if you just blank your mind out and say, just evaluate him as a footballer, for, you'd say he had a good season last season. But he's obviously at his peak, was capable of more of that, and has had better seasons. And mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll never see that Van Dyke now. And I just don't feel there's that. I mean, look at City's potential roster in defence next season. That's without any fullbacks. backs uh, I just feel a, a bit short there. He's, yeah, he's done that hybrid role quite well, Alexander-Arnold, but it still brings its own issues by him moving into there. So, yeah. Robson you know, didn't have his best season either, but he can reclaim that and get back to his previous levels. Alisson's obviously a great you know, top-class keeper. still think they're a bit short in that area. I don't... It's just... They can go on about... You know, Canarta, they don't get regular injury issues there as well. I mean, that's key in a way, isn't it, with Liverpool. It's like... We can go through all the players, but it's like, are they going to have one of those seasons where everyone's injured all the time? Or can they keep them relatively fit? They've got a Europa League campaign to fit Mm. in, which in theory is no different to Champions League. Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday, Sunday not re- is there any difference really but it might be easy to be in the Europa League as Dan suggested and so they c- if they can get like City do sometimes in the group stage get the group one and have some dead rubbers it won't eat into their squad come November December which is a brutal time mm. but they've got to factor that in and you just don't know with you just do not know because I think it is boom and bust with them so much it- It's kind of like not how good the players are, but how fit Klopp and his team can keep them during the season.
0: Last, was it three years ago, they had that supposed hangover after winning the Premier League um, and, and, you know, very underwhelming all season long. Season after, they were back to being boom, as you say, and then it was bust again last season. So is it too simplistic to expect them to really come back fit and firing this season?
1: I say I don't. know. I would say the signs are that they will come back fighting fit. But yeah, when you're looking at it, you're looking at the forward line as well. So Diaz, Gakpo, Jota, Nunes, Nunes. You're looking at consistency. The others you're looking at fitness again. Mm. So all these issues about if they keep the players need to be playing regular football to reach the heights. Simplistic. I, you I need a crystal ball to say, <laughs> to say for me to predict how competitive Liverpool would be in the in the Premier League. And I think when we're doing this top six, I could say that about four of them at least.
0: Yeah, really, yeah, it's
1: very yeah. very hard to call these. And had, I got the feeling I said exactly the same thing last summer. If he can, if they do not suffer. Bad injuries. I think Liverpool absolutely will come back. It will be one of their boom seasons. They finished the season pretty well. Mm. Don't know if that tells you everything about the next one. Klopp apparently is rested and up for it. And you know, like Pep, it all comes from the manager in a way. The energy feeds through them. When they've not got the happy face, it just it goes onto the training ground. If he's invigorated and up for it, then I, I expect the team will be. I do think they will come back. A lot stronger this season than the last one. But that lack of experience now will perhaps be key when it comes to crunch moments during the season. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description.